How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Shy Town podcast. And today is, I'm not going to lie, it's been a boring day in the sports world for Chicago sports. Today, we're talking about a little bit of football, some of the games yesterday. And we even have uh, two mock drafts for you one from Thomas and one from me. And uh, we got a little bit of baseball talk today. Uh, I think we have three baseball segments. So. Nothing, nothing too crazy today. But how you been today, Tom? Um, it's been a pretty slow day. I mean, I got like got up, went to my first class, and then kind of just chilled out. Went to Chick Fil A, and then after that, I was just kind of like, I didn't feel too good, so I was like, I just took a nap. So now we're here. But after this, I'll be going going to the gym, and then got some more homework to knock out. But my big paper that I was talking about is finally done. So all my other things are not fifteen hundred words, which is makes me happy. There you go. How'd there your day you go? go? Uh, kind of the same as you. Um, woke up, went to class, got some lunch, came back here, started working on the podcast today. I still have a little bit of homework to do, but nothing crazy. And then I'm probably going to head over to the gym and play some basketball. Nice. Uh, but that's that's really about it. Getting into uh, our our football talk for this portion of the show today. Bears with a very big loss yesterday, or should I say the Panthers with the big loss, helping the Bears. They lose to the Buccaneers 21-18, and we're one week closer to having the first overall pick again. Yeah, no, that was, I mean, it, it was it was kind of a scary game, too, because it was, it was close, like, pretty much the whole way through um, until Mike Evans decided to get a 75-yard touchdown. Mike, Mike Evans said, don't worry, Chicago, I got you. And yeah, no, it was just a, just a bad game though, because like Chuba Hubbard kept like running all over the Buccaneers because the Vea is out. I'm pretty sure Kalaji Kansi might be out too. Yeah, and, and, and um, the Buccaneers just could not get the run game going. Not at all. I mean, they haven't been able to get it going all year. Yeah, but especially, I mean, today was just it was just it was a tough watch. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but they got it, the job done. So that's all it that was matters. An ugly game. Very ugly, Ugh. and all that matters is Tampa won, Carolina lost, and going into week 14, it's coming up. Week 13 is uh, coming up. Something like that. Honestly, <laughs> I don't keep track of it. It's probably, four, it's probably 14, I think, because I know there's still like one. This might be the last bye week in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw uh, the, Card- the Cardinals are on a bye. Yeah. Uh, the, there's five games left. So week 13. Oh. Week 13 is coming up. Okay. Um. Carolina sits at one and eleven, with a five twenty seven strength of schedule. New England, though, also a five twenty seven strength of schedule. They scary stuff. Two and ten. Scary stuff. <laughs> Seriously, Panthers remaining schedule: Saints, Falcons, Packers, Jaguars, and uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, no, I learned. I learned on Twitter today that the strength of schedule is like counted for all, like all seventeen games. So it's like not if they have to play another one, it's still like it it won't change like that much. It's like counts for everybody through your schedule, even if you haven't played them yet. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, so that's what I learned. Oh. So it'll that's be it'll go down to the really wire. Oh uh, yeah, it is, it is good just because of the NFC South and they suck. So because I think the Packers are at five hundred. Yeah, I and mean they, the Jaguars are the only team above five hundred. Well, the pack, yeah, the Packers play. Yeah, the Panthers pretty soon too. I don't know when exactly. 
Uh, they play them in the pa- uh, the Panthers got the uh, Saints this weekend, Falcons next weekend. So, t- uh, what's today's date? The fourth. They play play them in three weeks. Play them in three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Eh, that's an, a little bit. But they they would be the type of team to screw us over and lose to them. Yes. <laughs> Patriots, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. There's like maybe two winnable games on there. The Steelers on Thursday night. Yeah, that's, I, I like Loki can see them winning. It's at Pittsburgh though, which kind of sucks. It don't matter. Come on. And man. then week 18 against the Jets. Yeah, their schedule is hard, which sucks for us. It I mean, at least we have that one game lead. If we didn't have the yeah. one game lead, I was like, I think we're screwed. But. Yep, a hundred percent. Speaking of the Steelers, we'd just like to thank thank them for uh, losing to the Cardinals twenty four to ten yesterday. They got and blown out. Arizona now sits at three and ten. Um, we love to see that. They're pretty much out of the number one pick race now. I think three is kind of the number that like, especially with the strength of schedule. Where they're just like they can't do it. Yeah, yeah, which is big. I mean, and if the Bears want to lose all their games too, I mean, and if they lose all their games, they play the Cardinals, so they would jump them as well. Exactly. Um, I mean, with the Panthers' loss, I forgot to mention this. They, the Bears, the Chicago Bears are guaranteed a top ten pick, no matter even if the Panthers went out. Pick yeah, that's insane. They got eliminated from the playoffs in like week like thirteen. Yeah, um, in the worst division in football. That's impressive, man. Imagine if the Texans just were able to win. I know they, that's we'd they, be sitting in a perfect spot right now. They would they be zero and twelve? That's 0 insane. 12. Yeah, <laughs> they'd they'd be on defeated watch. <laughs> yeah, for real. It'd be it. It's zero and seventeen watch, which has never happened before. Yeah, I mean, and they don't have. I mean, they have a couple winnable games left. I mean, they're a bunch of division games, which sucks for us because those are always closer. The Saints and the Falcons are the ones that scare me. I think the Falcons will be okay, but this, actually, if Derek Carr's not playing next week, I'm pretty sure. So that's good. Jameis, I'm that's hoping good. I'm hoping the Saints defense just annihilates them. They should. I mean, they played them. It was like Monday Night Football or something like that at the start of the year. It's like uh, week two. I, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I just week, I bet on that game. I just remember week that. two. Yeah, the Saints won by. Three. I I know I had Saints minus three, and I was so mad because the Panthers went for two on the garbage time touchdown. To make the thing push. Push that. Vegas knows, man. Vegas knows. That was so annoying. I'm like, bro, like, why? Like, you lost. (laughs) It's whatever, though. I didn't lose money, but. Exactly. It doesn't doesn't really matter too, too much. Um, Mock draft season. Because it sucks to be a Bears fan right now. It does. And, (laughs) you know, sitting at four and eight. We did get an in-the-hunt graphic. Yep. On Sunday for like twenty minutes, because then the someone else won and knocked us down. <laughs> Realistically, though, like, who's what's the Bears' remaining schedule? Uh they play Lions. We had the Lions, Browns, Brown, Cardinals, Browns, Falcons, Packers. It's like it's really not that hard of a schedule, but like, I'm gonna be honest with you: if they beat the Lions, I can. It's a big if on the Lions game, but the way the defense has been playing, if the offense can put up twenty points a game, which that's a big if, (laughs) 
I could easily see them winning the next five games and finishing at nine and eight. I don't think it will happen. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it will happen, just because I don't think they'll beat the Lions. But we're talking about a completely different team if they don't blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter to the Lions, and if they don't blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter to the Broncos. Uh, Broncos. Yeah, I don't know. Our season would be way different if that didn't happen. What? Okay. What would we? We'd be five hundred, right? Six and we'd six. Be six and six. Damn, what could have been? Imagine we had a good coach. Dude. Wow. Imagine we had a good quarterback. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Tough topic, eh? <laughs> I know. For real. That's uh, the field's truthers are going to People hate it. It's funny because I posted on TikTok last night. It was just of like kind of what we ran over or running over today. Yeah. And the comments are just like, dude, what are you talking about? We're keeping fields, dude. Nobody wants Caleb Williams. I just like <laughs> to, I just like to uh, thank whoever called Thomas a bum on <laughs> the TikTok funny. last night, that, that made me laugh very hard when Dude, I read he got, that he got like nine likes too. <laughs> and this guy's a bum. He wants Caleb Williams. We, we might have officially reached the outlet of Bears fans. Bears fans in quotes. Yeah. That, who are just Justin Fields fans. I know. And... How, how do we reach them and not the ones that want Caleb Williams? The knowledgeable ones. I, I know. <laughs> It was funny though. <laughs> it did really uh, good though, which is cool. But hey, thank you for anyone who watched that five thousand views on that TikTok, um, and that would be huge. Yeah, we can't really tell what our average is because one will get like three hundred, the next will get like a thousand. So we're still trying to figure that out. But five thousand is definitely like overdid all of them by a lot because that like yeah. tripled what we usually got. Basically, or not uh, usually got um, our highest one. Oh, easily. And well, here's to posting another one later tonight and it being 200 views. And then yeah, we don't know. know what the, that, what we did wrong. <laughs> yeah. We're, no, we always like, dude, like what was wrong with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so I every time I text you, though, like, dude, like I have no idea how this isn't doing good. It always ends up picking up, though. It does. Like our college football playoff reaction. I don't know. So uh, boring. <laughs> I mean, they they it took twenty minutes to list the six teams, which ESPN that was brutal. That it's was also so brutal annoying. that Florida State didn't make it, but that's a topic for another day. It, it like it was like we were so tired too because we like just kind of woke up. We had just woken up, and it's like just give us the six. Teams. It's like, bro, like we're just like not like so attentive right now. Like they just kept waffling about nothing. Yeah. That, that video, if it's, it is a funny video because Thomas and I are probably still half asleep during the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's on our YouTube at Chi-Town Pod. Um, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard watch. It, it is a hard watch, but you, should, we were you talking might get about, a giggle about it. We were talking about, we were critiquing the clothes of the reporters. We're like, oh, oh man, I like that, guy I like that tie. The guy <laughs> at Alabama's facility, he had a nice little fit going. <laughs> and his hair was immaculate. Oh yeah, we, we were talking about his hair, and then he has a little gray goatee, but it's not gray on the sides. Got to keep that in mind. This is <laughs> this is what happens when you start a Chicago sports podcast in the Cubs off season and during the Bears bye week. <laughs> yeah, we picked a <laughs> and, bad time. <laughs> and the Blackhawks and Bulls being absolutely brutal. I guess there is really no good time to start a start a podcast for the Chicago. Yeah. Oh, I mean. 
I mean, your playoff series. Your best time is probably like April because like draft Cubs. Yeah, that's it. probably. But, but you know, let's get the show on the road, man. Get the yeah. podcast going. <laughs> Might as well. We talked enough started. about sports. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, maybe by then we'll have more people listening to. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Who knows? That'd be, that'd be the plan. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but let's get into your mock draft here, Thomas. All right. Uh, I apologize for the quality of this image. Yeah, we I don't know what happened, <laughs> and we I, screenshotted it. I screenshotted it. We both and... did a mock mock draft from uh, Pro Football Network. Uh, we also decided not to do any trades because they're so some stupid. Of the on trades there. on there are really they, dumb. One of them what they offered me was for the like so New England wanted to trade up one pick, and they gave me their second overall, their second round pick, their third round pick, their first round pick next year, and the second round pick that like next year as well. Like that's just not happening. <laughs> I mean, hey, we traded up. We traded like six different picks to go from three to two to draft Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, but those are like third round picks. That is true. <laughs> not not first round picks. <laughs> well, I'll let you get into this explaining okay. who well, you picked and why you picked them. First of all, with the screenshot, I am just very technically or tech tech technology. I'm not good at technologically challenged. Yeah, that one. Apparently, I can't speak either, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, I so I didn't know how to screenshot, and then Tristan walked me through, and then I I, I ended up with this. <laughs> so, you're just gonna have to, bear, I mean, you can see the names you kind can of see it good enough. Um, okay, well, so with the first overall pick, uh, obviously, in my opinion, you take Caleb Williams. Um, I think he's the best QB prospect. I could understand if you argued Drake May, they're both pretty close, but I'm more of a Caleb Williams guy. Just his arm talent's better, and I don't know. He can create more out of structure better, even though Drake May is better in structure. But when it comes down to things with the Bears, you feel like you're playing out of structure a lot. So <laughs> um, that ends up working out. But that's our number one over pick over Marvin Harrison because that makes zero sense when Justin Fields has just not proven anything in the, like, the last three years. TikTok. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TikTok um, is, is right. Okay, and then I'll move on to my fifth, my fifth overall pick. For, or that's the okay. The first pick was via Panthers, of course, and then fifth round pick is our own. Fifth, fifth overall pick is our own pick, and I picked Brock Bowers out of Georgia. Um, I think he's slot like ah, no pun intended, no pun intended. Slots to be a slot receiver <laughs> in the NFL. I think he'll be playing out of the slot the most, which is such a mismatch for. I mean, a nickel corner. They're usually smaller guys exactly. too. So, or, or if you get him lined up against the linebacker. I mean, he is just the ultimate mismatch. He's like, he's literally like Kyle Pitts, like a couple years ago. That's literally like what's going on here. But uh, Kyle Pitts is still good, by the way. He just Arthur Smith is a free him, free Kyle Pitts. Oh, um, but Brock Bowers gives Caleb Williams a weapon, which I was like, I wanted. It was between him and Malik Neighbors, to be honest. But I was like, and eh, I feel like Brock Bowers is more of a sure thing. Which I mean, you could understand. He is yes. he's a blue chip. Just uh, our only like blockade is Cole Komet, but t- they like they're like different. Like they're the same position, but they play like the different position within tight end. If if the comp for Brock Bowers honestly is like a Travis Kelsey type, yeah, hundred percent. Not gonna he, not gonna block the best, but he's gonna give you a thousand. He's yards still a good here. blocker. Yeah, I mean, um, still very he's good. like. 
his his yak is insane too. But all right, yes. I'll move on. I'll move on here. Um, taking Bo Braid out of Maryland with a seventy-one overall pick. We really need a safety. Eddie Jackson should be cut, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, we just really like we really 100%. need safety help. We thought we'd go into this year having a pretty good safety duo, but it has turned out that is not true. I thought that was our strongest spot on our team. Yeah, so did I. And then Eddie Jackson <coughs> does he even have an interception? Uh. I don't think he does. I could totally be wrong, but he's been hurt. He oh, has I'm been hurt. hurt. I mean, that's just been the story ever since his all-pro year in 2018. Yeah, no, it's it's really a tragic thing, but you just kind of got to cut your losses and move on. And I I think Bo would be a good fit next to Jaquan. Uh, moving on to the 102nd overall pick, Jackson Powers Johnson. Um, He is a center, and we know how badly we need a center. And he is, happens to be a pretty good center. I mean, you're taking him in, uh, I think it's the fourth round. Maybe early uh, fifth round. I'm bad with wait. It'd be fourth. It'd yeah. be fourth. It's fourth. Okay. Fourth round. But um I mean centers are so like they're not a very valuable position. So like he could he's the fourth round center, but like he will play like a second round pick. Like just because centers just aren't valued as much. They're pretty easy to find. You did yes. think we'd you'd think we'd be able to find one, the Bears, but our centers don't even know how to snap the football. And Jackson Powers Johnson does. <laughs> So that's a big upgrade right there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that is underrated aspect of of uh, center play is you got to be able to snap the goddamn yeah. ball. I don't even like understand. Like it's really not that hard. Like I like mess around with my friends. It's not a difficult task. I, I'd understand because it was like really, slippery. But you like, want to get it. your hand ready because you have a three hundred fifty pound defensive tackle ready to sack your quarterback. So I do understand why of. Uh, someone, uh, a center would overshoot the snap or I mean, like, snap. yeah, but like, who cares if the guy runs you over, if the ball's not even at your quarterback? Uh, yeah, it, he, you get run over, you have a bad snap, and instead of just a sack, it's a turnover. Yeah, I mean, we have two different guys. Lucas Patrick can't block anybody because he gets ran over, and Cody Whitehair gets ran over and can't snap. And can't, yeah, yeah. So you really can't win. And Cody Whitehair also should be cut, but this would really help. Our offensive line. It'd be complete at that point. You have Braxton at left tackle. I mean, I think Tevin should play right guard, but he's left guard for now. I But yep. it, it is what it is. Um, Jackson Powers Johnson. We'll call him JPJ because that sounds better. But uh, Joey Porter Jr.? Yeah, that's should what I, 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 I... He could have actually... He should have been. I don't know why I say could have. He should have been. But that's not important. But what are you going to do? It's irrelevant. But uh, you have him at center. You have Nate Davis at right guard. And then you have Darnell Wright at right tackle. That, in my opinion, is a top 10 offensive line in the league. There's really no weak spot, which is I good agree. because the Bears are not used to that. But I'll When's go on last here. time we had a good O-line? I honestly don't know. It wasn't even that good. It was like middle of the pack that year. Yeah, that's good for us, man. That's true. Our, this is the best our offensive line has been in a very long time. This year. Yes. And then if you add a center... But, all right, so pick 120, I think it's 8 or 6. I can't really tell because I think it's 128. 8, is this 8? Okay, whatever. Ricky Pearsall out of Florida. Um, We need wide receiver depth at this point, Um, especially because Darnell Mooney's probably going to walk this offseason. I don't think they're going to pay him, which – Or I, mean, I don't think they should. I don't know. He's Man, not going to get a lot. I like Darnell Mooney. I love Darnell Mooney, but it's a shame. It really is. But Ricky Pearsall's got good hands. Um, He's a pretty big – he's a bigger wide receiver. Uh, I think we'll definitely like. I mean, Brock Bowers is basically a wide receiver, so it kind of that's like what the thing with Malik Neighbors and Bowers is like. 
they both kind of fit what you need for a rookie QB. It's yes. just like they'll it's they'll, a, they'll it's be a open. safety blanket. They'll be open. Don't worry about that. But Pearsall's just kind of fill in, get some depth in there. And then with my final pick, uh, we put picked Becky Wingo because you can you can never go wrong in having more defensive lines out than just rotating more guys in. Yeah. Um, he 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 slid in there in this mock too, so I was like, okay, like it's a good value pick. But I mean, that's just like more more D line depth. Just guys are fresher. I mean, obviously you're gonna play better when you have more energy. So yeah, that's my mock draft. You can give it a grade. I if this happened, I would be a very happy camper. I would have to agree. Uh, I'm a Brock Bowers truther. Uh, sneak peek: I did not take Brock Bowers in my mock draft. Um. I think a big part of it is Thomas and I wanted to be a little different. Yeah, because like realistically, we have kind of the same opinion, yes. which kind of sucks. But it, I mean, it's a good opinion. Great minds do think alike. Yes, sir. but uh, so we're like, okay, like that's how we debated. Like, would you be open to drafting a tackle? Tristan's like, I'd be open to it. I'm like, I honestly wouldn't. I think Braxton Jones is good enough, and we could just take somebody else. So he's like, okay, you can explain it. <laughs> yes, but yes. you go ahead, do your mock. All right. Uh, technical difficulties for two seconds. I have to. Pull my mock draft up because Tom was unable to put his up on his own. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't like. I we run this TikTok like uh, or why did I say TikTok? I run the TikTok, but he runs all the technical stuff. I do all yes. like the the social stuff. <laughs> Just makes Tom's it easier. the face of the company. I do the background work. Pretty and much. it works. We it works well because we works. I'd I'd rather be the face and he'd rather work behind the scenes. So very well. So, as you can see with my mock drafts, I went very offensive heavy. I only took one defensive player. Uh, full disclosure, Thomas and I, we did no trades. I'm not sure if we said that. We did. We do believe that Ryan Poles is going to come out of this draft with probably at least nine players. Yeah. It's just, I, I, like, there's going to be those trades in the third or fourth round where you, just you can't get two that. fifths for a fourth, but you can't. Exactly. And especially so we, on this, too, like... One of the trades they offered me, it was like the Saints offered me a second round pick for my third round pick. So yeah, it made that no doesn't sense. make a lot of sense. So we're not going to do that. Uh, but at one, I think this is the only pick that Thomas and I had. Uh, we did the, the same. same is Caleb Williams. Uh, I feel like that one's pretty self self explanatory. Caleb Williams is probably the best draft, uh, the best quarterback prospect since Trevor Lawrence. He'd be the best uh, one the Bears ever drafted. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. Um, I would be fine with Drake May if they did fall to two, but I, I am on the Caleb Williams hype train. At five, this is where Thomas and I really, not necessarily butt heads, but we were we were pretty different. I picked Olufashanu just because I love Braxton Jones, and for him being a fifth round pick from the middle of southeastern northwestern east north southwest texas tech orange <laughs> university i don't even know where he was from neither i think it was utah yeah utah something but i'm pretty sure division two and coming in as a rookie fifth rounder and playing every single game and then playing playing well this year but if you're not taking brock bowers at five you got to take you got to be able to protect your your rookie quarterback and i'm sure all of you have seen the image where it's like <laughs> Caleb Williams with Olufashanu and it's a completed pass to anybody and it's Caleb Williams with a random uh 
linemen getting tackled, and then it's like a Marvin Harrison Jr. or DJ Moore saying, I'm open. I, I have a funnier one. Do you know the one with Justin Fields? <laughs> no. <laughs> and Caleb Williams. You don't know that one? So it's like, like just like any offensive lineman for the Bears, snapping to Caleb Williams, like throwing the deep ball to DJ Moore. And he's like, yes. It's Justin Fields throwing to DJ Moore, and he gets sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, steps right into the defensive tackle. Oh, oh my god. That that'll ever the funniest one was always that will always be that Buccaneers one where he just he ran just, it. I, all right. This is completely off topic from our mock draft, but Arizona played Oregon State this year. Oh my god. Big upset. <laughs> and I was at the game and DJ Uyunglele, I probably I probably butchered his uh his name, but um he stepped right into the pressure and got sacked. Thomas immediately texted me. He pulled the Justin Fields. <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, going into my third round pick, uh, I'm taking Jalen McMillan, wide receiver out of Washington. And he was hurt. He only played one, two, three, four regular season games and one against Oregon. But... Did he ball out against Oregon? Nine receptions, 131 yards, averaged 14.6 yards per reception. On the season, 34 receptions, 468 yards, three touchdowns, averaging 13.8. I really like this guy, and I think he'd probably be mocked in the second round if he didn't get hurt. Uh, According to the Pro Football Network, uh, it was a reach. He was like the 85th ranked prospect, something like that. Um, Mine didn't I, I, that. <laughs> I just think like the talent is there and that's a good wide receiver three wide receiver two for next year. He probably won't be, he'd probably be wide receiver three. I don't like, um, I, it's weird. I don't know if we'll sign a risk, like what if we'll sign like a good receiver or not. If they take Brock, uh, I mean, yeah. it, in your case, in it, my case, we don't probably, have it might, he might be wide receiver two in your case. Depends. It yes. does. Hopefully he's not, because I'd be I wouldn't like that. That wouldn't be if bad. if we draft drafted Ali Fashanu and Jalen McMillan was our wide receiver too, or <clears throat> our weapons department would be lacking a little bit. Yes. Uh at pick one oh two, Hudson Clark. Safety out of Arkansas this year. Thirty one tackles, no force fumbles, one interception, four passes defended. Uh I believe he had almost an eighty PFF grade. I'm gonna double check that right now. And my he had 77 PFF grade. Oh, you were wrong. I said almost <laughs> an 80, so close <laughs> enough. Price is right rules. It's okay. Um, but I'm taking him because, like Thomas said, we need a safety. Eddie Jackson isn't it. Jaquan Brisker is. Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> yeah, he's Jaquan Brisker for our YouTube uh, follower, er, bro. <laughs> no way you just said that. Do that again, but I had to do a signature <laughs> flapping celebration. If you're listening to the podcast over Spotify or Apple, you want to go to about 27 minutes and you'll see Tristan do the, the goofiest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> uh, I had to put it in there, I had to do his, his patented celebration. We should just end the stream. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> over. There's no coming back after that one with your salute and my celebration. Yeah, at least mine ended the video. <laughs> That's true. Too. This is right in the middle. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, oh well, man. whatever. At pick 128, I have Zach Zinter, the uh, offensive guard from Michigan. 
And if you're like, that name sounds very familiar. Well, he just had a very gruesome injury in the Ohio State game, which is why I'm taking him at 128. It's, it's always good to have a developmental offensive lineman on your team. And it's, it's something that the Bears have been lacking the last couple of years. And it's just a, we thought it was Sam Mustafer, and then he was absolutely brutal. And then goes to Baltimore and spin. You know, it's funny because Sam Mustafer's mom on Twitter said Justin Fields was the problem. Maybe, Maybe she, she was, was right. right. <laughs> I would just oh. like to point out, um, with Zach Zinter, he reminds me of Andrew Voorhees' situation. Yeah, yeah. Literally the exact same thing. Supposed to be a pretty high, uh, not pretty high pick, but pretty like second round pick. Third second, pick. third round. Bad injury. Bad. Jesus. <laughs> bad injury. Uh, and that's why I was able to get him at 128. And my last pick, completely biased pick, but he's actually a really good player. Being unbiased, Jacob Cowing, wide receiver from the <coughs> Arizona Wildcats. <laughs> Um, 83 receptions this year, 696 yards, 11 touchdowns, tied a school record at Arizona, average 8.4, uh, receptions. He is on the smaller side, 5'11", 175 pounds. I, I picked him. He'd be that, that kind of guy to come in and replace Darnell Mooney. Uh, but he, he can burn and his best game this year, nine receptions, 157 yards, 17.4, uh, Yards per reception with one touchdown against AS Who up north in in Tempe, uh, but this is definitely a biased pick. Jacob Collins, my guy, though I, yeah, I had to do it. Yes, run some love. Kentucky sucks, so I didn't want any other players. Yeah. But there is next year. I always forget his name, but he's number zero. He's a defensive tackle. He is going to be a dog in the NFL <laughs> next year. Tetaroa McMillan, Arizona's wide receiver one. Look out. T-Mac. Tom doesn't like that nickname. No, I hate it, It should be reserved for Tracy McGrady. And it should. I disagree. There's only one T-Mac. Not when Tedrow McMillan comes in and is better than Marvin Harrison Jr. I said it. Better than Marvin Harrison Jr. You're just, like, lying to yourself. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, all the field truthers are going to come after me. Um, T-Mac will be a better prospect than Marvin Harrison Jr. next year. Bro, he's not even the best prospect in this class. Who's better? Luther Burden. No way. <laughs> what are you talking about? I refuse. My Arizona glasses are on right now. <laughs> that is um, bad, man. But that was uh, my my mock draft. Um, if we're being real, though, T-Mac Price, wide receiver three next year. Maybe wide receiver two. But Jacob Cowing, certified dog uh i just had to get that out there but i feel like both of us had similar uh ideas, ideas. When doing our mock drafts uh i think both of them would come out we if if that was the draft that the bears had yeah we'd be both happy of us would be pretty happy with that i mean you can't be mad at taking all like he's still a really good prospect so like yeah, you exactly. can't you can't hate that it's a you gotta realize we're so lucky to have two high first round picks this year out of out of all the years, this is probably the best year to have. Maybe like the Jamar Chase year. Yeah, no, that one. I, yeah, that year was. That's loaded. the only one I can. Unless think you're of. taking a QB. Uh, Unless it was one, but yeah, I guess we would have one in that scenario. But it's whatever. 
<laughs> I, I also think like looking back at the the teams that drafted a QB first overall, this is probably the best situation for a, a young quarterback. Even if they fall to two, even if they fall to two and take Drake May, it's yeah. probably the best situation that I can think of right Not now. Not probably. It, it, I don't know like why people like like nobody wants to play for the Bears. Like we, you have a Arguably, wide receiver one, you have a good offensive line, you have a good have tight a end already. Really nice running back room. Your defense is solid. Like arguably top fifteen. Yeah, I mean, you really. I don't see the issue here. <laughs> like it's very rare, but it, it would not surprise me if they took a Caleb Williams or Drake May and then came in and won ten games next year. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, as long as they play like pretty, like pretty decent, which yeah. I mean, it's so hard for rookie QBs to do that, but. But you're also you also have to assume if you're taking a new QB, you're getting an offensive minded head coach. Yeah, and that's you the still biggest thing. Our top five in draft or uh, cap space. Yeah, so. I don't even know who. We'll, we'll we'll go over. Honestly, it'll probably be a while until we a start while. talking about free agents. They'll probably we'll probably do it in like February, March. Yeah, free agents. Probably some more draft talk when the we'll, season's we'll, coming down. We'll be talking about no. We'll be talking about draft talk for like. Two like two to three months, dude. Like we got that's not true. a lot to talk There's about. There's not a lot to talk about with the. This Bears. is just like this is probably your only draft talk you'll really get for uh, for a while. Just I'd say like a week. mock draft because once the season's over and we know who's picking where, then you can have fun. Then then that's where it's like there's endless possibilities. Endless <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now turning over to some bad news. For Bears fans, Thomas, has Green Bay done it again? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, dude. I don't uh, know. I mean, well, maybe. He did look really good, though. He looked fantastic yesterday against, I think the Chiefs were the best defense in the league. They're really good defense. yesterday. Whatever. Top five defense. Yeah. Um. 69.4% completion percentage, 267 passing yards, and three touchdowns. 25 for 36. No interceptions. Only took two sacks. I mean. He's doing this without, like, really any of that good. Like, not a lot of good weapons, too. If you had to compare the Bears' weapons to the Packers' weapons. You're taking the Bears I'm all day. I'm taking the Bears. All day. And their Packers' offensive line's like, decent. But uh, this is the leap we expected Justin Fields to take. Yeah, and he and didn't. <laughs> he didn't, which is which is why we're on a rookie QB hype train right now. But now, I don't know if there's one QB except like who is it? Like Drew Brees is the only like in their fourth year that finally turned it around. Yeah, after he left the Chargers and went to the Saints. Yeah, it's like, dude, come on, <laughs> I, it's just for real. I mean. Everybody's always like, "Well, what if Fields goes and plays awesome somewhere else?" Good for him. Good he for just him. Wa- it just wasn't going to happen here. So, if that's what happens, it's because he's not on the Bears anymore. Yeah, it it, it is one of those where it, it changes scenery. It's I mean, like I, I don't think Bellinger going to. Cubs I was just going to bring that. I don't up. think Bellinger <laughs> has as good of a year that he did last year on the Dodgers. Not even close. Yeah, um, not at all. It's not just a Bears thing. It's just in general. I mean, players need to change the scenery all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's it sucks. to be one of them. But... It sucks sometimes, but... Ruined for him, though. 
Yeah, yeah. I will always be a Justin Fields fan. I was a Justin Fields fan at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it, it looks like it hasn't worked out here. And going into one more segment on quarterback talk, Bryce Young just looks lost. Yeah, it's not his fault, though. It isn't, I guess, but, like, he can't even read a blitz coming. I don't know. I mean, it's so hard. I mean, his best wide receiver is Adam Thielen. Respect for my fantasy team. Adam Thielen is <laughs> a stud in fantasy football. I, I C.J. Stroud was my quarterback one coming out of the draft. The The Georgia performance kind of put him up there for me. I, I don't. I didn't think Bryce Young's game could translate. He reminded me of a Kyler Murray without the running ability. Um, and he's he's a pocket passer, but it's hard to be a pocket passer and be that small. That is true, but I don't know. <clears throat> he's just thrown into the fire. I mean, his yeah. coaching sucked. His like weapons sucked. sucked. His offensive line was terrible too. Like. You cannot have been thrown. Like, we're talking about the Bears being a good situation to be drafted into for a QB. That's Panthers is literally the worst. the worst, worst spot they could have been, and their defense hasn't even been that good either. Everybody like Jeremy Chin, huge regression. The only guys playing whole, ball is like Frankie Louvu and Brian Burns. Brian Burns, who got ejected for punching someone on a field goal or a PAT attempt. Good looks, Brian Burns. Good looks. Yeah, really helping us out. I just like to shout out all the Panthers fans that that said that their weapons were better than the Bears and that DJ Moore was going to suck in Chicago. You got to look terrible right now. It says Jonathan Mingo is better than him. Yeah, that, that I so just bad. did not understand. But enough Bryce Young talk. Let's talk about uh, the Bears game against the Lions this weekend. We can make this one quick. Yeah, just, what's the spread? Give me, give we got the spread. score, score well, prediction. Let's look at the spread and we'll give like if they cover or not. I feel like that'd be kind of a good idea. Spread. Honestly, what am I doing? I'll just go on my phone and look at it really quick. The Detroit Lions are minus three and a half on the road. That's it? That's very low. Uh, a DraftKings is up to minus four. Over under line is set at 45 and a half points. Which it's low, but the Lions are fraudulent. Yeah, I mean this, I they are a little fraudulent, but still, I mean they're better than us. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, they're yeah. their one win was against, and their their biggest win was Week One against a Chris Jonesless defense, where they only put up fourteen points. Yeah, and only one on a Brian Branch pick six. I still think they'll cover, but I think the Bears are going to win outright. Really. I do. I I don't know. I, I just think the Bears are going to – it's going to be close. It's going to be like a 24-20 game. But yeah. I think the defense finally figured it out. I don't know if be, like – you got it, go ahead. I think it's going to be like similar to the first meeting against the Lions. I don't know how they're going to respond to like that ch- the choking to them. I don't know like what their mindset is going to be. I feel like Matt, Matt Eberflus wouldn't motivate me to come back from that. <laughs> Matt Eberflus couldn't motivate me to brush my teeth. I mean, let's be real here. But I think there are enough leaders in that locker room where they're going to – the defense at least. The offense, I mean, the Vikings defense is terrible. No, it's not. I think it's terrible. No, it's just not. (laughs) I don't think it's that good, Thomas. 
They've been playing really good football. Brian Flores is a genius. Oh, did I say the Vikings defense is terrible? Yes. I meant to say the Lions defense. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, like, I was like, bro, you like, you can't be saying this. No, like, no, no, no. We just lose I, all credibility. You just lose Brian all Flores, credibility. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. Yeah, we lose all credibility if you think the Vikings. No, no, no. Bad. The Vikings have a very, very good defense. The, the <laughs> like, Lions defense is terrible. That you could argue. <laughs> not uh, terrible. It's not very good, though. My prediction is 24-20, Bears. Uh, give me 28-21, Lions. I like it. I like it. Uh, I think you're wrong. but That's okay. I, I, yeah, I, that's you, that's you what can... this thing is about. Yeah, I'd, it, it would suck if we agreed all the time. That's very true. We need we um, need a third guy just to disagree with everything. At Nick, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the uh, elite disagreeing person that we need on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and that's all we got for Bears. Bears talk. Uh, let's do our ad read real quick. Do you got uh, it this time? I do have it this time. Right. Once again, shout out to Frank's Frank's. Uh, they are the sponsor for this episode. And have you ever been craving a Chicago hot dog? Well, Frank's Frank's is a spot for you. Frank's Frank's is a new and up and coming restaurant that specializes in hot dogs. They are currently saving up for a fruit truck to start their business, and they need your help to get the business on the road. If you guys want to help them out, we would greatly appreciate it. The Instagram where you can contact Frank is at Frank's Frank's. Uh, so go over there and tell them that the Chi Town Pod sent you and help. Be the start of this up-and-coming restaurant. Anyway, go check out his Instagram. Again, that's at Frank's Franks on Instagram. And go tell him that Chi-Town Podcast sent you. And once again, his logo's in the corner for those on YouTube right above Thomas. That is true. It is above me. Right it is above there. Tom, right? Wait. Uh, wait. There, there we there. go. <laughs> it's, very, it's very confusing when it's inverse. <laughs> yes. Um. Thank you, Frank's Franks, for sponsoring go, this podcast go get yourself a dog go get yourself exactly. a dog they look delicious on his instagram they do look pretty good i haven't had one yet because i'm currently in arizona and he's based out of illinois but but we will be having one they will be he will frank's frank's will be on the podcast uh over winter break we don't have a set date for that yet but it'll stay, be there stay tuned for that it'll be coming <laughs> uh Getting back into our final segment of the day, and the winter meetings started today. Yay! That means something's going to happen finally. Uh, well, who knows? Because <laughs> about the winter meetings, slow start, because apparently there are reports that Shohei Otani is not going to sign during the winter meetings, and I feel like that is going to hold everything up. Yep, I feel like, well, actually not everything. It'll hold the Cubs up. It'll, it'll hold everybody up that's in the running for him, which is about five teams. Yes, but also those are the big spenders. So the only yeah. thing I could see happening is Juan Soto possibly being traded. I don't think he'll get traded until Shohei signs. I agree. I think it'd be stupid for the Padres to trade him. He's a Mariner, I signs. fear. I agree just because I think the Mariners have the best. The Padres have come out and said they want um, – young MLB ready pitching. Yeah. And the Mariners just have an abundance of MLB pitching. Uh, and they kinda... shipped they shipped off Kellenic too. Um to the Braves. And yeah. then the, that's kind of 
leaves a void in the outfield. And some salary. You need a big lefty bat. Derek Kelnick had the longest home run at Wrigley Field last year. That thing was smoked. I think it was like 490 feet. That was the one in the dead center, right? Yeah, the I, one that, like, I had never seen a ball hit. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a ball hit like to like. So you, if you look at like Wrigley at center field, they have like the the like the leaves. It's a trapezoid, and there's like windows, and then there's like stuff all the way up top. Like, yeah, seats, stands, bleachers. And he hit the ball up there. <laughs> I've never seen a ball hit there. I've never um, even thought about sitting there. I don't know. Me neither. Whenever I sit in the bleachers, I'm also a nerd, so I'm the like the one of the first people there, and I just sit in the front row, right above the Cubs bullpen. Right field sucks, by the way. Left field's the way to go. I agree. Left field's way better. <laughs> I've kinda, both. Kind of breaking news. Nothing crazy, but according to Buster Only, Olney, I apologize, at Buster underscore ESPN on Twitter, he just he tweeted out at 418 Mountain Time, so 40 minutes ago. Uh, only Shohei Otani seems to know where he's going to sign, leaving everyone else to guess. But one player's agent, uh, that, that agent is unnamed, thinks he's going back to the Angels. J- not just what? because of money, but also because uh, it seems like he's he's devoted to routine and nor- no organization would offer him more autonomy than the Angels. Yeah, that's just not happening. I, I, I don't see it happening. I, I genuinely... Do you not see it. Talked about wanting to win. That's like just how you not win. <laughs> um, I also think that's absolutely terrible for baseball. Yeah, you got to get him out of it. Like you got to get him out of like the Angels. I mean, no one cares about the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, you got to get into one of the big dogs. I I think like one of the biggest things is even with our other friends who don't follow baseball nearly as much as we do. Like, if you and I saw Mike Trout walking down the street, we'd be like, holy shit, that's Mike Trout. Yeah. If, I don't know. Like, one of my friends here in Arizona, they don't follow baseball that much. If he saw Mike Trout walking down the street, he'd be like, whoa, that's just a really big dude. And it's <laughs> like, that, that's, like, if anybody saw Steph Curry, LeBron James, or Patrick Mahomes walking they'd down the know. street, they'd be like, oh, my God, I know that person. Yeah. Baseball needs that. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. It is oh, bad. Uh, some more breaking news. The 2023 Heisman Trophy finalist, Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback, Ohio State wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr., Oregon quarterback, Bo Nix, Washington quarterback, Michael Michael Penix Jr. I think it's Jaden. Yeah, Daniels. it's Jaden Daniels. I feel like that's not really an um, <laughs> argument. <laughs> yes. But, but hey, I mean, props for Marvin to like, hey, dude, you can you can come with. You're you not going to win, win, but you can, yeah. you, you can be you at can the presentation. Show up. <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest news in baseball today is is the Rockies are planning on moving Chris Bryant to first base. Oh, really? I did not see that. Which I think is smart. I love Chris Bryant, one of my favorite players ever. Probably my second favorite player ever. Um, behind the great Alfonso Soriano. <laughs> With your uh, great your great real jersey. Totally <laughs> real. Not falling off a truck and bought for like $40. Um, but I think that's the best spot for him. Just, uh, he's to stay healthy. That's why I think, I guess that, that I mean, first is definitely the spot where you'd say the healthiest, unless he DH, of course, but that's, yes. won't be doing that. You're paying him too much money. Yeah. According yeah. to Carter Hawkins today, 
Uh, this is from Daniel Greenberg on Twitter. That the Cubs plan on being really active in the trade market and checked in with every team to see if potentially a deal could happen. Which sounds about right. This is a monumental offseason for the Cubs. So. Yeah, no, I saw today that like about Glasnow, that like a bunch of people think it's gonna end up happening. I could see that going down tonight. I could also see it being tomorrow. But I, yeah, I do no. think if, if the Cubs It'll are gonna make one move that is not Shohei Otani at the winter meetings, Glasnow. That's which would be cool. That I that they that is, he's the perfect pitcher for their record. He just looks like a cub. He he does. He, he just, just looks, looks like, like a, cub. a cub. Yeah. Shout out Tyler Glasnow. I hope you I hope you play for I us. hope you yeah. <laughs> if, if by some miracle you're listening when you come to the Cubs, we love you. Yeah, and don't get hurt, please. Yeah, stay healthy. <laughs> uh, I'll be every fifth day if it means you stay healthy. <laughs> We'd probably lose every fifth day, but <laughs> Yeah. I'll make sure your arm's okay. <laughs> Man, I, I just I I just need a move to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. Just just so something there's something to talk about. I know it's like um, nothing. I guess the biggest thing was Jared Kalanick yesterday. Yeah, that's that's like the only thing, which sucks. It 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 really it it does suck. I just want to I just want to see stuff happen. It's interesting. Me too. I, I will say one thing is it's been Carter Hawkins talking today, so I'm not I'm not sure if Jed Hoyer's in Nashville because there were reports that Otani's meetings are gonna be held in LA. Um so never know. Never know. Yeah, I hope. I hope. But my hope is going down. My hope is also going down as more and more teams come in. Yeah. I think like damn. I think that uh they were probably second to the Dodgers at the beginning of last week. Yeah. And then as the week went along, they probably fell down the third or fourth. Yeah, no, it's tough 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 thing. Tough thing. Um so who knows? But I mean, uh, Jed Hoyer and Ross Atkins. Uh, Ross Atkins is the Blue Jays president of baseball operations. Have not been seen today, apparently. Okay. Well, we probably know where he is. Uh, <laughs> we take a yeah. lucky guess and say he might be in LA. I don't know for sure. Though. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, who knows though? Yeah, we can only pray at this point. Just get it over with. Just rip, rip, rip the bandaid off. Uh, yeah. Uh, really, that's the biggest thing because, like, my hopes are still there, and it's like, well, I really want him to come to the Cubs, and I yeah. just, oh, I don't. Yeah. But who knows? I think that's all we really have for today. We're kind of just yeah. rambling now. Kind of, a, it was kind of a boring episode. It's not boring a lot really going on, but uh, you know, got some. Wednesday, we'll have some Bulls and Blackhawks talk. We might have a guest, po- uh, a guest appearance on Wednesday. Uh, who knows? And no, then, not not this Wednesday. Not this Wednesday. Wait, it'd be, it'd be next week. Yeah, it's Christmas break. Okay, okay. Um, Friday will be Cubs talk. Hopefully something happens. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be even worse than today. Yeah, I know. We're just going to be sad. Like, 
<laughs> well, not even. I guess that. we we could talk I, about where we we're picking in the uh, MLB draft because that's tomorrow, I think. The draft lottery's tomorrow. Pretty sure, yeah. Okay, but not Something. even that. Like, I, I I'd almost like. If he doesn't go to the Cubs, I just hope he signs somewhere so we have something to talk about on Friday. Yeah, Marquee, exactly. Marquee Sports Network just t- tweeted um, they had an interview with John Morosi. The Cubs are still involved, so that's good. Whatever, whatever, whatever that means. That means. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've heard that. They've, they've. It's literally every day just a new source comes out that oh yeah, the Cubs are still talking to him. By the way, like okay, like exactly. It's it's either like Mark Feinzend, Morosi, Heyman. Uh, passing Ken Rosenthal, Tom Berducci. They're just they just tweet every hey, day. Cubs are in. Cubs are in. Cubs are in. They're showing interest Cubs, for sure. Cubs showing interest among among Dodgers, yeah, Angels, you know, Giants, and Blue Jays. They're in on Shohei. Like, bro, like, okay, <laughs> okay. They have nothing else to talk about. That's like the problem we're having. Is like, there's just not a lot to really. I will say, a new team apparently is contacting Shohei. It is the Braves. That would be like Kevin Durant going to Golden State, bro. I'd cry. I mean, if they signed him and then didn't win two World Series in the next four years, that would be a failure. I hope they lose all of them. I don't like the Braves. I don't either. And I, they must have made a deal with like the devil or something because there's no way you get all these guys to sign for those contracts. I know. Shohei Otani does not deserve to be a Brave. Be better, bro. And then, and then not only did they sign all those contracts, the, the one year they won was their worst year. And I they, know. They freaking they didn't even have Eddie Cunha. Rosario, Jock Peterson, and Jorge Soler turned into murderers row Yankees in the postseason that year. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that's baseball though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that'll be it for today. Apologies, a little bit shorter, 53 minutes. Eh, we're about also, to, we ballpark around from 50 to an hour, so yeah. We had a little dead time in there just because we had some tef- technical difficulties with the mock draft pulling up and getting cherry picking some stats for our mock draft to make it sound better. I didn't cherry pick. I just I cherry mine. you cherry picked. <laughs> I, I just yaps and just kind of talked about like why it makes sense. I didn't even look at the stats. I just know who these guys are. If you really care that much, you can look them up. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's it for today. Uh, thanks for watching or listening on on uh, whatever platform you use. Uh, We'll talk to you on Wednesday. See you guys. Have a good one.